Welcome to Silicon Slopes Conversations. I'm here with Edgar Carrion. Yep. He's the founder and CEO of Dree. And I use this product, which oftentimes yes. I don't. So this is exciting for me. What is Dree? Dree is a peer-to-peer -peer laundry marketplace. So it's a platform where you can outsource all of your laundry. It's really that simple. That simple. It's not that simple to build. I was going to add another sentence there, but there's nothing else there, really. I think that's a good sign <laughs> with any business. Keep it to one sentence. All right, so it's simple what you do. Um, the execution of it yeah. is a little bit trickier. You've got the technology side, and you've got to pair up two markets, right? Yeah. Consumers and workers. Yep. Okay, so let's talk a bit about the founding story, set the table, and then um, how you've gone about coupling up those two markets. Yeah. So I'm a, I've, I've been an entrepreneur since uh, 2006. My first business, I was in the food industry. I opened up a restaurant and uh, did that for 13 years. I had uh, seven locations. I started a coffee company along the way from farm to shelf. Um, and I, I always liked spending time with the people building the product or enjoying the product. Uh, so I spent a lot of time in Latin America with farmers and whatnot. Um, when I was exiting my restaurant business, I, I helped people that I worked with when I was a teenager buy these restaurants from me. And that was sort of the beginning of what I really love about what we do, is putting opportunities in front of people that would typically not have them. Uh, so fast forward to Dree, it's very similar. It's about putting his resource in front of people, whether it's people that are, uh, you know, have busy lives or people that are looking for work opportunities but can't engage uh, in, in the, in, with a real job at eight to five, nine to five. And so, um, you know, this is a, sort of what we focus on, is putting this resource in front of both sides of the marketplace. We look at it as a resource anyway. Very aligned with what I've done for 15 years now. Yep. And, uh, you know, the restaurant business is not easy, I'm sure, as you know, and uh, the stats and industry reports would, would indicate that. So you, you know what being an entrepreneur is. Yep. Um, all right. So you've got a big old pile of laundry. Yeah. And you don't either you're lazy or you actually don't <laughs> have the time. I think that a lot of people would. <laughs> yeah. There's a few reasons why the laundry doesn't get done, right? Yeah. Um, but then there's like a, a ton of idle washing machines. Mm hmm and folks that do have a little bit more time yeah. or inclination or aren't lazy. Yeah. Um, so in the past, I, you know, I had a, a buddy in co college that tried something a little bit similar, but it was a different model because they take it to a laundromat yeah. or a commercial washer of some sort. Um, and it was a little bit before the technology would enable all of this. It ended up not working. But um, when I first got to know you, I thought that might be the model. But you've got a, a different model. So explain yeah. how that works. So I'll tell you, we're very mission-driven. And, and though you know we are a business and we look at the economics, we're very mission-driven. When you look at um, a lot of the data that's uh, been out, especially over the last two years, the people that have been affected the hardest are women. More women have left the workplace, women took on a heavier workload than anybody else because of the responsibilities in the home. And so as we've been coming out of this situation, um, we thought, well, what are the resources that could be taken advantage of for this particular group that they could take advantage of? And gig is a great response, but gig is complicated for uh, women, for moms in particular, right? Because number one, you have to have a car. 
you have to have time, and it's inconsistent. You might have a great day on Wednesday, a terrible day on Friday. And so we, th we, we thought, you know, how can we overcome some of those problems? High cost of entry, long hours out of the house, and inconsistency. Well, you don't need a car because we, part of our model is that we're able to collect and drop it off at your house for you to launder. Uh, number two is that you, uh, you don't have to be out for long hours. And, and, and then three is that it's consistent because we assign households to you. So if you're a DRE, we call them DRE pros, people that are doing the laundry, you are assigned these households that are yours that you can count on every week. And the customer benefits from that because the experience gets better and better and we're able to customize to your liking to your preferences. So on that side of the marketplace, that's how we address it, is how do we take gig and make it work for this particular group? Yeah, which I thought was really yeah. smart. And so the one I have, I believe, is $89 a month, and it's two pretty big bags yeah. a month. And uh, I just signed up for it, and that, that was the last thing I did. But I do know <laughs> that um, you know, we did it two bags a month, yeah. and then in the, my laundry in particular is like folded and clean, which <laughs> never hasn't been in years. <laughs> um, and I can actually put it away instead of throw yeah. it on the floor again. Yeah. You look so, good. No yeah. wrinkles, and, yeah. you know. This was actually from Dree. So. That's awesome. Um, so when we were talking, you've got that problem just like other marketplaces, right? But you've addressed that through some pretty good technology that seems mm -hmm. to work and is easy to understand, great user yep. interface, and seamless. Um, what did you tackle first? Building the technology, uh, starting to get three pros, customers, mm -hmm. how did you go about it? So coming from restaurants, uh, very get your hands dirty type of approach to building that. So in full transparency, what I did early on is studied the market, and then I hired people to go work at our competitors and found out what some of those challenges were on both sides of the marketplace. And we, we realized that we needed to make sure that we built a platform that served each side appropriately, that a Dree Pro engages with our technology very differently than the user would. And so uh, we started with that. We started with the platform, making sure that it was easy to use, easy to understand, and that it actually worked as a communication platform. Yeah, and um, as far as like, let's just use again, my, I live yeah. in Holiday. Um, in this instance, my wife puts the bag out mm -hmm. and then sends a message to mm -hmm. a Dree Pro or the pickup So it's, person. yeah, so I don't know if you were the one that scheduled it, but you're set up on a recurring basis. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so the pickup person will get it and then take uh -huh. it to the various Dree Pros. Yep. Okay. Is that or, based on like yeah. time and like so there, yeah, you pick your, you select your time window, it gets picked up. But the way it works, it, typically you have your Dree Pro that lives in your area within 10 minutes of your home, and so they're aware that on Wednesday, your home is one where they do a stop, um, they collect it Wednesday between say your time window is 8 to 12, gets picked up, and then it gets brought back next day. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So. You got the idea, you've got the, the first group of kind of folks that, um, co-founders and first part of your team there. And um, how did you go about finding the, the Dree pros? Yeah, so I have, I spent about two years building a really good network within the Hispanic community. 
And so that's my go-to all the time. Any new areas, Saratoga Springs, Lehigh, Salt Lake, Springville, whatever it is, we go and, and access the existing network, um, present it as a, you know, a work opportunity, work from home opportunity, which has been amazing because those households are typically single car households. The wife is typically home having to watch the kids. Um, and so it, it works as our starting place. It's not where we, you know, focus all of our effort, but that's where we start. Um, is there. And so to do that, you'd have to have kind of some pricing, right? Like here's how much money you're going to make. Um, here's how much money the company keeps. How did you go about that? Was a shot in the dark? Did you do some no, research? No, no, no. I mean, we spent, so again, working at our competitors, um, we got to talk to a lot of people that were doing the laundry and uh, we were able to take information and see what it what was necessary for them to actually stay with us. There were a lot of unhappy people, I'll say that. Um, there are not a lot of competitors in Utah, but in, in states like California, New York, this is not a new thing of outsourcing laundry. How you outsource it is different, but it's not a new concept. So there were just a lot of unhappy people, and we, we built around them. So we built around people big time before anything. I mean, what is it going to take for them to stay with us for, say, 8 to 12 months? You know, because there are stages, excitement, nervousness, and then is this worth it? And so we tackled those early on. Um, so they get paid by the bag, guaranteed, regardless of whether you fill your bag or leave it halfway, they're going to get paid the same regularly. And then we have additional services that all, all those fees go straight to them. Okay. And lucky for the folks that braved the snowstorm today, yeah. in the audience, you're going to, you've got a little promotion for them, right? Yeah. So everybody that's here, with the exception of two people, um, <laughs> are getting a free month of dream. Uh, you can pick whichever plan you want all month for free. Yeah. And there will be kind of cards at the end. Where yeah. We'll, we'll hand on. out a card. There's uh, Tony back there raising his hand. We'll give you a card. It's just uh, you'll have, there's a promo code on that card, um, but make sure you use it. You have to use it by the end of the month. Uh, you don't have to use the service by the end of the month, but you have to redeem it by the end of the month. Yeah. And I think that's smart because um, I think the cost is very fair. Yeah. And... Um, if you are a busy person, not lazy. Yeah. Um, that, I think that <laughs> we have a couple of people that are using Tree in the, in, in the crowd, so I don't want to define as, uh, I don't want them to be mad at you. Yeah. Well, let's just say they're busy. Um, <laughs> you can uh, get that time back yeah. and do something you like, whether it's yeah. working, sleeping, playing golf. You don't have to worry about it. Plus, you'll actually look better and be more organized. <laughs> you know, it actually saves more time than yeah. you might think. Yeah. If yeah, you're so not I mean, organized. Look, the, the average household spends like 1,300 hours a year on chores. And 44% of those chores are on laundry. So 552 hours. It's, it's an insane amount to be spending on something that's not rewarding, right? The things that you can do when you exchange that time are big. And that could be anything. Like our mission is not to make, so eight out of 10 times as that laundry's done in the home, it's done by women. And so we focus a lot on that. Our mission is not to make women better moms, better wives, better anything. It's just to allow them to be whatever they want with that time, right? And so people choose different things. Some people might take on a job or they might, um, you know, go on more dates with their spouse or spend more time with their kids or whatever it might be. That's the whole point is to enable you to do those things that you want to do that matter to you. 
um, versus us telling you, you know, you should be a better anything or better mom or whatnot. Yeah. And it used to be that people could do this, but it took a lot more money, right? Yeah. There's always been people that would do stuff mm. if you had the money, but now... It's very accessible. It's I mean, accessible. I don't know who sent uh, close to the dry cleaners here lately, but that's super expensive. I mean, it's like two to three dollars a shirt, five, seven bucks sometimes. You send in your suit, then you have to drive. Remember that little ticket they gave you, and if you forget it, then you got to go back. I mean, the whole idea of outsourcing laundry has been pretty complicated. This is a our bag fits in every hamper, most hampers, unless it's a huge bin. Um, just throw your clothes in there and come Monday, Tuesday, you set it on the front door and next day it's over. I mean, it's, it's super, super helpful for households. Yeah. I ripped out our washer and dryer a year and a half ago and we've had great weekends and I'm not in trouble for using clothes that maybe weren't dirty that I threw in the hamper because I didn't want to put back in the closet. It doesn't matter anymore, you know? <laughs> It really doesn't matter. Like my kids can wear whatever they want and it's not a conversation anymore where in the past it would be like, dude, you just wore that shirt, you know, or you're grabbing it, you're sniffing it to be like, ah, is this, you know, still wearable? That's 50, over. 50. All that stuff is over. Yeah. Okay. So um, you're marrying up various markets and it's going well, uh, wearing a lot of hats, which is not fun actually, right? You've got to worry about the finances, the people, the product how have you gone about in you know very still uh, early stage yeah. startup building your team we have a really good team um my co-founders uh tony and natalie paul um they're i think they're amazing and they really fill gaps where, where we need them a lot and so it's been as we've been getting to know each other more working together more it's been really easy to hand over responsibilities like full on handing them over. Um, and then now we're bringing people based on that same uh, culture that we have amongst each other. And so we're, we're recently bringing on a bunch of new people and that's kind of setting the tone of, we trust you with this department, we're gonna provide all the tools, we're gonna be here for you to support you, but we really do hand it over. We don't watch over your shoulder yep. at all. And so as you do that, mm -hmm. you know, if the, it's a lot of trust. It's a lot of trust. Where do you uh, uh, shift your focus to as you try to grow and scale the company? People adding customers, partnerships. Um, I, we think that there's a great opportunity with companies as companies do this flex work approach. We think that there's a great opportunity to change the perks that companies are offering. We think this is a great one. We think that if you can build a a nice environment in the home that your your employees are going to be happier and more productive and so um, that's where i'm shifting the majority of my focus is building those partnerships all right and um we are going to open it up for q a from the audience so um get those questions ready yeah um as far as like your key kpis that you worry about as the ceo mm -hmm. um Day-to-day, -day, what are you kind of focused on as far as metrics? What's going well? What do I need to, to work on? Where's your focus? Right now, the, the big one is, are people happy? And what is that? It goes by phases. So we have this really well understood that um, people are going to get comfortable with knowing that their laundry's clean. And typical or similar to what happens when you hire a home cleaner, 
the first time you hire them, it's a disaster. Like the corners of your bathtub are yellow and you know they show up and all of a sudden it's white and you're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. But after four or five months, you're like, I keep this up. My house is never really dirty anymore. And so then you start trimming it down. Instead of having them come once a week, they come twice a month and then once a month and then until you kick them out. We're focusing on that. What is that journey? So I measure that. We connect with our members a ton and, and ask what else we can be doing. We've, there's this little spot at the end, the last mile, of putting away your laundry and then the first mile of gathering your laundry. We feel that we have a place there. And so we're spending a lot of time trying to figure that out. I mean, what's our role in collecting your laundry, right? If your kids are a mess, or if you're a mess, and I would assume that you're a little bit of a mess, because last time I came, you had a big old pile of laundry at work. I do. It's but, still there. <laughs> I change but, outfits a lot. But if you're a mess, then do we have a role there in simplifying that for the person that's responsible for laundry? And then when it comes back, like let's say you hang your tops, do we have a, a role there in bringing it back in hangers maybe so that it's just an easy put away? We spend a lot of time there. Okay. So that's how we measure. Did, do we own the space or not? Yeah. And um, retention is probably important, right? Yeah. How's that going as far as customers and Dream it's, Pros? It's great. On both sides of the marketplace, it's 95% or more. Very impressive. Yeah. And uh, that would indicate that they're happy with the product and service. I and hope price, so. Right? Yeah, I mean, that, I hope that's an indication. So I was just going to say, I come from the, the restaurant background. Like, we value customers like crazy. I mean, we love them. We are obsessive about it. The last thing we want is that Yelp review uh, that's not a four or five star. And I think that that sentiment is in my soul as much as I dislike it but it plays a huge role in how we approach customer success or service here at DRE. Just genuinely intense. In fact, I'll tell this little story. Uh, Natalie, our, our uh, COO and co-founder, she was actually a member for about five months. She was using DRE. And uh, I'm a big believer. I don't know if you guys have heard this story from Amazon about how uh, they always have an empty chair in every meeting room to just think of the customer, so that the customer is always present. And I think that that's a silly thing to do, to pretend that someone's there when they're not there. My whole approach is that that person needed to be at the table. And so Natalie, after being with us as a customer for five months, and we had a lot of really great interactions, we believed that it was important to have that voice at the table. So as we were making decisions, it wasn't just on like what I think their experience should be, but they need to be telling us what we need to be doing and what their experience should be. And I think that that plays a huge role in our retention on both sides of the marketplace, that it is driven by their voice. We don't build a feature, I'll say this, we don't build a feature on our platform that wasn't customer driven at all. As cool as it might be to build things that don't make sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's better to build things that do make sense. Yeah. Um, and then uh, with this growth and the success that you've achieved so far, plans for expansion, does that require some funding? Uh, are you going to bootstrap it? Where, have you, where are you in that cycle? So we just closed our pre-seed uh, round uh, last week or two weeks ago. Um, we, um, we're focusing on Utah the next eight months, uh, being all over the state. 
and then from eight to 12 months, you'll see us in our next places. Will it take funding? Our goal is not to take funding. Uh, it's not the focus. Uh, we're not looking at the next round. We're, we're looking at the next, you know, 1,000 or 5,000 customers. Yeah. And is there a certain, uh, like, market size as far as, like, town size or village that um, <laughs> you would kind of skip over for now, or is everything kind of fair game within the state of Utah? Um, there, there are some towns. So our, our model does include that we, we're going to have to be flexible in some areas. In some areas, the peer-to-peer, the, -peer, the way we're currently executing is not going to make sense. So that it's more thinking that way than do we ignore it. It's more which, of which approach is going to make most sense. And that means like if we have, for example, a central facility where these G pros are going back and forth to, that's more or less our, our thought versus um, like Tooele, for example. Do we skip it or do we go out there? We yeah. go out there. It's just which model makes most sense there. Okay, so there's some flexibility. Nothing wrong with Tooele. No, it's glorious. Flexibility in how you guys are going to go about mm -hmm. growing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, our goal is to be in every corner. And we want every household to have the opportunity to click a button and that somebody in their community that's looking for at-home work opportunities will take that on. That is, that is just, that's available all over the country. There are people that are needing more time and there are people that are needing money everywhere in this country. That's the exchange. Yeah. And so um, I assume one of the easiest ways to get new customers is somebody talks about you guys in a positive light mm -hmm. and then neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. Yep. Um, do you know which, if there's a customer that's got like the most referrals um, in the history of Dree? Do you yeah. track that? We do. What is it? Um, she's right there. <laughs> I was not staged, yeah. by the way. <laughs> I, I thought you, maybe you staged that, but was not. No, so um, Carly has been a great uh, partner for us. Uh, similar. And actually, the way she came on to Dree was her friends gifted her a month of Dree. And I don't know, she had like a laundry thing. She had a laundry problem before this. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know the details, but um, obviously her friends knew that there was something wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so, you know, we noticed that um, she was talking about us without us asking her to talk about us. And we reached out and we said, we, you're like the ideal person. You're a regular person. You are busy and, and you overwhelmed with laundry. This just makes sense. So she actually, just in her neighborhood, has brought on uh, 14 of her neighbors to dream. Um, and I, I don't know, Carly. I, I'm not going to speak for you, but uh, I don't think she had to go door to door for that. Right. Yeah. Or did you? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Very cool model. All right. Um, let's open it up for Q&A from the audience. Uh, just cur curious what the main acquisition channel for our customers right now is. Is it word of mouth? Is it social media? What are you guys doing? There? It's a combination of social media. So we're using our existing member base um, and then leveraging their social media as a way to acquire new customers. Yeah. It's been really effective. So the thing is that moms are like the greatest affiliates or influencers, right? They don't even have to have a huge following. Like if a mom is having a pain in her life and she finds a solution, her friends that are moms are gonna be like, what was it? I need it. 
And it, it, for us, with laundry in particular, it removes the barrier of guilt for outsourcing this one thing that oftentimes they might believe is their, and their sole responsibility. Esterman, uh, thank you for speaking today. I think you really tug at the heartstrings of a lot of, a lot of women. So um, I definitely related to that. You said you had Uber, oh sorry, competitors that really can't compare to what you're offering, which is um, honestly right to your door, which I mm -hmm. definitely would appreciate. And I think I'm going to definitely use that service. Awesome. Um, so you're eliminating a lot of that competition. I just did a quick search, um, and I saw Launder, which is, mm -hmm. and you know, um, I'm curious what differentiates that service to your service. It seems like it's very similar. Mm -hmm. Model looks really similar. Mm -hmm. um, and then, do you have an app? Like, do you plan on branching into that? I think that would be real, like really great for customer interface. Yeah. Um, yeah, it seems like an Uber for laundry. So I, I think that's ingenious, but yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. so you'll see an app within the next uh, three months. <laughs> He's our CTO. The app is coming. that from your phone. It's mobile ready. It's not a problem with that. Yeah. So we, from a from a competitor standpoint, um, I don't want to get too much into laundry. There are some competitors that I admire, and I'll say, like, I'll I'll, I'll mention them and comfortably mention them. Um, this is one that I don't. Um, but our our model very specifically is different from them in that we don't shoot out orders to see who wants them. We assign you. What a dream pro that's yours weekly, unless you're unhappy. And so the experience is not as Uberish in the sense of who is going to be my driver this time. It's the same person on a regular basis. Um, we also, to streamline the experience, we provide all of the supplies to our dream pros. So whether you're in Ogden or you're in Spanish Fork, it's the same experience. So when we've had people that have moved from Lehigh to Saratoga Springs, as an example, the experience doesn't change. The individual changes, but all of the uh, training material that we provide uh, is the same for everyone. We provide the same detergents for everyone. And so it's, it doesn't vary. Something that this company you're mentioning uh, doesn't do, they, uh, they have to buy their own detergent. Uh, they shoot out orders and they, whoever accepts them, I don't know how far I should, could go, but uh, my first, because I'm aware of that company, the first person that was assigned to me, I live in Lehigh, was in St. George. Just an example. That wouldn't work. So then the second one was in Sandy, and the second one is now a Dree Pro. There you go. Very cool. There's another question over here I saw. It. You, you already kind of answered it, Edgar. Um, it was about quality assurance. So as your business scales, you're going to have kind of two-fold uh, concerns with your logistics and with your uh, DRE pros. So you, you said you have training materials. What are your plans sort of with your personnel and your team on making sure there's quality assurance as you start to scale? Yeah, so we're, we're working really hard on that right now on making sure that there are systems in place so that from our, from like our office team standpoint, that the messaging that's going out is streamlined as well. So we take a very similar approach um, in making sure that whoever's, for example, on, the, on support today is messaging the same as the person that's on support tomorrow or tonight. 
in that sense. Does that answer the question? Yeah. Right there in the back. Um, I had to look up what DRE means. So besides the obvious, are there other reasons why you named the company DRE? No. <laughs> All right. So a funny story, it's not even creative, uh, to be honest. Uh, so Tony and I were sitting, uh, and this was before we gathered data, by the way, just FYI. We didn't know, we were so ignorant to the fact that most of the time women are the ones doing laundry. And so as we were coming up with this name, we took the word laundry and we were like, what if there was this guy whose first name was Lawn and his last name was Dream? And that was not a good idea. <laughs> but first of all, like, why a guy? And why Lawn, Lawn Care, and, you know. So then we were like, well, Lawn doesn't make sense. So we took off Lawn and then ended up with only one option. <laughs> That's how Dream came about, to be honest, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, we get no. So that's yeah, that's great. But no, yeah. Did I was just saying, does that make you Doctor Dre? <laughs> that could make me Doctor Dre. That should be my new. Uh, I'm gonna look it up on Twitter. <laughs> so a little bit of luck in the name there, huh? Was there another question over here? Oh. I hope you don't work for launder. <laughs> so I, you said your demographic is for that working woman with families that have two jobs for the parents. Will there ever be you expanding that demographic to maybe lower income families or um, upper class families? Is there a system in place? Or yeah. So right now, instead of saying working moms, we do say busy households because I think that there, there's, there are a good chunk of our members now that are not working moms that just have busy households that you know, are running around taking kids from A to B to C. Um, we're, work, we're currently working on a, a premium offer where we can really customize your entire experience uh, from separating each person's clothes, returning them, you know, returning them separately, washing them separately, returning them in hangers, hang drying. I mean, the whole full on, we took it off your hands. Um, we think that there's a really cool opportunity in colleges um, and we're exploring that a lot. That's good because I know your data is accurate with like working moms, busy households. Yeah. Um, but I was going to bring up like bachelors and yeah. college kids they actually we've been doing a lot of research and they're, they're spending a lot of money on on laundering service laundry services so yeah they're using services they're just a little bit more traditional yeah very cool time for one more yeah right here um i love i love the model of letting your pros stay at home you bring the laundry to them um i think it's it's really smart um i think it's also a very big challenge as far as costs and economics go. Um, so I'm curious, what in your mind as you, as you look to scale and, and continue to grow DRE, what do you think is the biggest challenge there and how do you plan to solve for that? I think the logistics that you're talking about is gonna be one of our biggest challenges. And so we have to think about it in a couple of ways. As an example, like on Monday here in Lehigh, let's just say we have 35 pickups from 8 to 12, as an example. We can either have 35 people going out or one person going out to collect all 35. And so 
in what area does it make sense to own the pickup and drop off um, for that reason? Uh, and then how do we leverage that for disintermediation? Uh, how do we avoid, we wanna humanize the people that are doing your laundry, but we also wanna keep them away from you. Um, and so that's gonna be our biggest challenge. Uh, we've got a lot of things in place. You know, we, every bag of laundry you send in uh, has a, an insurance policy up to $1,000. So that's a huge thing that we do to you know, protect all of that. Um, we provide other benefits to our DREE pros, but we use the logistics as another way to um, kind of step in there and prevent that. But that is gonna be our biggest challenge is the logistics, because in some areas, we can't step in to do it, um, in others, we should. So we're very, I guess the answer is we, we're gonna have to be really flexible in our approach, uh, as far as our model, to not be married to this thing. Because at the end of the day, as much technology as we build, and as good as we are with margins, because those two things I would say we're really, really, really good at, our job is to do your laundry really well. That's it. And so what happens in the back, in the kitchen, is irrelevant. It's really, you just want your laundry to be done either the same way it would have been done or better. That's really the job. And everything else that we do is just to support that responsibility. Yep. And I think you guys are doing it well. And um, congrats to you and your team for also having fun while you're doing it. Like, yeah, we're loving it. It's a slog, but uh, there's a difference between enjoying it and just uh, yep. pushing through. So I get the sense that you guys are enjoying the journey. Yeah, we love it. We really do. It makes it, makes it easier when people like it, you know, like you right now. I hadn't, I hadn't talked to you about the service yet directly, um, but to hear that you're enjoying it and that's a natural response, like yeah. that's, that does it, you know. Absolutely. Um, so thank you so much, Edgar. Appreciate it, and congrats on all your success. And uh, thanks for hooking everyone up that came through the snowstorm today. Yeah. I think Make sure you happy. grab your card so you can get that month. Cool. Thank you.